Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. My teammates and coaches back home in Pittsburgh, this truly is not possible without you guys. I grew up coming to this award show, I think I've been five or six times, never came home with hardware. But every time I, I left more motivated than the time I got here. And that only motivates me more, so thank you. Good afternoon, Steeler Nation, how we doing? Well, that's good. Welcome inside the Electric Factory. I'm Wesley Euler. he's Arthur Motes. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 20. 20- Four, seven, home of the black and gold. And folks, do we have a doozy for you today? It's the last show before the Super Bowl. So we'll have our thoughts, our predictions, a little Super Bowl preview today on the show. We will catch up as we always do now on Fridays with our buddy Brian Batko of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He'll join us at 1 o'clock to talk about the Super Bowl. And of course, where we begin today, our guy, Trent Jordan Watt, finally gets his trophy. But before we get into that, real quick, you guys know the drill. You want to chime in anytime here over the next two hours on the Steelers Blitz. You can get at us on the Twitter.com at WesleyBody52. Duh body. You can also, you know, at some point today, we'll take some phone calls. 412-919-8562. Keep that number handy. I can't answer any phone calls right now, but 412-919. Nate Washington. Tunchokin, and maybe we'll get some phone calls, some reactions, some Super Bowl thoughts, some TJ Watt love. Motsi, you heard from him there after he accepted his the year, but this was pretty cool too. And the 2020 Defensive Player of the Year is TJ. JJ announcing his brother last night, Arthur Motes, and just says TJ. Doesn't say TJ Watt, just, and, and if you saw it, you can see him give that little grin, and just like, hey, TJ, come get this thing. It's yours, Arthur Motes. How are you feeling on this Friday? Well, I feel like I have a, a new best friend. Yeah, because I've realized that I'll only have best friends that are Defensive Player of the Year award winners. Now my list has went from three to four because, you know, I've had James Harrison, I've Flex. had. Troy Palomalu. Name drop on him. I've had Stephon Gilmore. And now I've had TJ Watt as a teammate to go on to win a Defensive Player of the Year award. So, yes, man, I was extremely excited about my best friend, my BFF. You know, we're, we're practically like roommates. I don't know if people know this. I mean, we've pretty much lived together. It was like all three of us and me. I was the plus one with the Watt family. Growing up, I mean, man, I remember how competitive it was for all of us. So for me to see TJ or... That's right. T- you were in those subway ads. <laughs> I remember that. I, yeah. I, was, I was in the background. You know, the, 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 the other camera, you know, the other camera might have missed me. But in all seriousness, man, it was it was long due. Um, you know, he's definitely deserved it. Mm-hmm. These past couple of years, we've talked about TJ in terms of being a guy that we could have made the case that even though he hadn't won it, we said that, yeah, you can make a case that he could have won it and people wouldn't have lost their minds over it either. But at the same time, man, I thought that the timing was right. When you look at the class, you look at the guys that he was going up against. Aaron Donald, down year for him. Uh, obviously, his year was still great, but right. for, under By his, his lofty standards, right, yeah. that was a down year. And he had Micah Parsons, who even though he set the league on fire, and I thought that they definitely had a nice case for him, 
he's a rookie. And we said, man, they just I don't see them giving that type of award with that type of prestige to a rookie. So for me, man, everything just looked like it was his time. I mean, even having JJ be the presenter, I don't mm-hmm. know if JJ's presented before. I've never like really watched him never like that. Never noticed either. to that level, yeah. yeah. But for me, man, it was just so cool to see his brother out there, to see him seated on the front row. When I saw him seated on the front row, I said, yeah, he's definitely winning it because it was only a couple people in the front row. You saw him. You saw Aaron Rodgers on the front row. I think Cooper Cup was on the front row. It was like the the guys that all won awards. All all the guys that won the major awards was on the front row. So I was just kind of in my mind like, all right, I see him seated there. His family's right behind him. All right, we got the the, the mandatory Derek Watt appearance. We know how that rolls. He's not the forgotten brother. He did not get left off bad and bougie either, okay? (laughs) And then J.J. coming out there, man, it was just – it was perfect perfect to see as a whole man I, I do agree with what he said man I think he will continue to be more hungry and I speak to that because when he got drafted and he came to Pittsburgh most guys have money you get that type of success some guys get complacent some guys they lose track of being humble they feel like they've arrived but that whole season you know that I played with TJ under his rookie season he was always the humble guy he was never a guy to shy away from a rep even if it was something that you know, most people say, man, for a guy of his caliber, that's beneath him. Mm-hmm. For him, he was always willing to do that. And like I said, this is a guy that came in as a first rounder. Rounder, your money is not the same as regular rookies. So you typically don't have to deal with some of the stuff that normal rookies do. But for him, just his eagerness and willingness yeah. to do some of those things and, and do it with a good heart. To me, man, it was just always good to see him develop and have the career arc that he's been having in all seriousness because it's like you never know how a guy's going to develop. Sure. And you play the game as long as I was fortunate enough to play. You meet a lot of rookies, guys that can have really good starts to their careers, and they tend they you know, they die off. Mm-hmm. But to see him actually be able to sustain it for him in particular, not just sustain it, but continue to elevate, continue to take it to another level. I mean, I thought the 2019 season that he had mm-hmm. was the best season ever. He was never going to be able to top that. When you talk about the impact sacks, the forced fumbles, just taking over couple interceptions games, that year, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas it was like, man, you can't top that. And I'm sitting here like, man, last year was crazy. This year was crazier. And I'm like, man. Maybe I'm, next year is going to be crazy. Right? And, and I'm like, man, could you get 30? I'm like, could you get 30? Because I, I saw you did the 22. And I'm like. 25 next? Like, I don't think that's too. I don't think that's out of your framework. I don't think that's out of your your realm. But that's the conversation with TJ because of his work ethic, because of what he's been able to do in terms of his development, staying humble and just staying healthy as well. And think about this. He had this type of season, Wes, without even having a full training camp. Correct. So just imagine when he actually has a full training camp. Just imagine when his body is completely prepared and he's not dealing with growing injury all season long. Just imagine what that's going to look like, Wes. That's the part for me where I'm excited, man. Pretty, pretty. Pretty good. TJ finally gets his trophy, and Arthur Motes. Wasn't Arthur Motes that- got another best friend. Yep, I know he's gonna be just, ditching just me. It's gonna be the Steelers blitz with yep. with Arthur Motes and the Watt brothers here yep. pretty soon. I'm I'm the fourth member. Here's what's gonna happen. JJ's gonna re- a year from now. JJ's gonna retire, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna get called into the office, and it's gonna be like, ah, oh, we're gonna move in a different direction. Uh, JJ and uh, Arthur are gonna be doing the show. Maybe you you know we'll let you produce it still. You can produce it. Yeah, 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 man. You know. Were you surprised, Arthur Motes, uh, not that TJ finally got his trophy, because I think we all had a really good idea that that was right. coming. you surprised that it wasn't even close. I mean, he, I think of the 50 votes, I believe he had 42 mm-hmm. of them. Five went to Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald. That's it. And none for Miles Garrett. But no, see, I so think, it wasn't. No, no, no. But I think the question should be different. You said it wasn't close. Why wasn't it unanimous? That's the right question. 
because was, I wonder when was the last time we had a. Well, because I think of this. I mean, the, they they highlighted the, the unanimous winning. Think about this. They highlighted the unanimous winning of Michael Parsons winning Defensive Rookie of the Year, and I'm like, without a doubt, outside of Patrick Sertan, it really wasn't another guy that was probably going to be in that conversation. But to me, I'm like, the way TJ played this year, what is your case for these other guys right now? Because like, I Mine, like the fact personally, that, go ahead. I don't I don't have one for me. Like, but, I can make a case for Micah, and I like the fact that versatility. He, I like the fact that he did get consideration, but to me, why is Aaron Donald getting votes this year? See, I agree with you on that, Arthur Motes. But you know what would happen if I stated that. So I'm glad you. Yeah, that was part of the reason why I like say you're just a hater. Yeah, but that's why for me, like I didn't get excited when I saw oh he won it by this margin. It's like no, I didn't. No, I, I didn't why, mean in why, terms why of excited. It, yeah, it should be. It, they, I don't know. The Donald part. You definitely. were upset that it yeah, wasn't more lopsided. Absolutely, because like Parsons, yes. And Parsons, for him to come in as a rookie and did what he did, I thought it was a nice gesture for him to get votes. And you and I have talked before about how the fact that he plays yeah. all over that defense, his sack numbers, considering Correct. he's not just exclusively rushing yeah. the passer, like his numbers are very impressive. I see that, but I'm like, the the two votes or the three votes that Donald got, I'm like, no, that could have been the situation for Micah and the rest go to TJ because, to me, how do you make a case that Aaron Donald was a better defender than TJ Watt this year? And if you can't make that case, then why would you put a vote behind it? Because you get one vote on it. It's not like we're talking, you know. It's it's you don't make a top three right, ballot, yeah. top it's five. Like, it's not like a Heisman is, ballot. Right, this is my yeah. only vote. My so only vote. if this is your only vote, how are you seeing Aaron Donald over TJ Watt? And like I said, with Parsons, I said I can make a case for it because of the youth and the dual positions. 13 sacks as a rookie. You wasn't even an edge rusher for the whole season. Mm -hmm. You did it in, you know, half the time. Like, mm -hmm. we can, the same things that we highlight about TJ, you can make some cases for Micah, but it's like, man, Micah hasn't done this for as many years as TJ has done this. And Micah that, isn't a lot of doing times it. is how these awards work. Right? You got to wait the, your turn. And with the expectation, I think is different too. When Micah Parsons came into the league, even though we expected him to be a good player because he was a first round pick, we weren't expecting him to be the best player in the league. We weren't expecting him to be the most dominant defensive player. T.J. Watt, that was the expectation when he got that contract. T.J. Watt, that's mm -hmm. been the expectation for him these past two years. You're supposed to be the best player in the league. So it's a different level of, you know, responsibility that goes with that when teams now are actually game planning from you or game planning for you from week one, not week six, week ten, where they keep saying, because I was the same way. You watch him on tape and Parsons making plays, and I'm like, I still necessarily wouldn't, change anything offensively until I know he can do that consistently. So you're going to get some favorable matchups early on. And then after a couple weeks, it's like, all right, this dude's legit. Then once you put everybody on notice. Yeah. Right, but TJ didn't get that luxury. No. TJ had to do it from week one. From week one, we knew as soon as TJ came on that field, he was going to get all the attention. And yet and still, every single week, he found a way to produce. Every single week, he found a way to elevate his play. And we saw him win us games. That's the other part. So for me, like I said, that's why I was just a little bit frustrated with the fact that I don't mind you giving Parsons some votes, but there's no way you giving Donald votes over my man T.J. Watt with the year that he had this year. I just couldn't fathom that. I was frustrated with it. Noted pit hater Arthur Motes here on the show. Well, I already said my hell to pits. So I ain't tripping. Uh, buddy, I agree with you 100%. And I just think that's one of those. Oh, man, we, I said we... hell to pit. No, no, no. I'm anti-pit because I'm with West Virginia today. Let's go. Go ears. It's one of those things where, I, like, I don't know what the term is, voter bias. Yeah. Where those three people that voted for Aaron Donald, before the season started, they already had their they mind They were going to vote for Aaron yeah. Donald, 
Because, I mean, let's be, I mean, he is, he's, he's the best defensive player of this generation. What he's done has been incredible. He is phenomenal. And he's every, had a good season. We're not taking away right, from his season. Right. He, it's, 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 it's con- levels to it. You though. see that sometimes, like, I feel like there was some times, you know, when, when you have legends of any sport that mm-hmm. get, and, and, and not necessarily in football, because as you've outlined before, and you've mentioned this a lot of times when people do the, how could Ben Roethlisberger never have an MVP vote? How could Russell Wilson never have an MVP vote? Because it's not like other sports. It's not a ballot. You get one vote to cast, and that's it. But you see in some of these other sports where it is a top three or a top five ballot, right, that veteran legends get some votes that are surprising. You know, Michael Jordan got some votes for awards at the end of his career when he probably shouldn't have. Kobe Bryant got some votes for mm-hmm. awards. You know, Sidney Crosby's going to get some votes for awards in his career. And, and maybe TJ Watt's going to get some votes for some awards in his career at the end when maybe they, again, are still very, very good, but not the same beast they were five years prior Correct. to that, three years prior mm-hmm. to that. And I think when you've been as accomplished as Aaron Donald has been, certainly you're going to have that. And that's what, like I said, those three people – they were vote- voting for big number 99 before. Unless he got hurt and missed a bunch of games or something yeah. like that, they were voting for him before the season even started. That's definitely how I felt. But that was one of the things that definitely rubbed me the wrong way with that. But at the end of the day, as long as TJ, all is well, all is well. <laughs> yeah, uh, Thrash tweets us and says, I went to bed before the announcement, woke up this morning. First thing I saw on Twitter was trending was Miles Garrett. And I almost freaked out thinking TJ got snubbed again. <laughs> Seriously, man. And then Wallace tweets and says, congratulations to you guys for earning the same number of DPOY votes as Miles Garrett. You rock. There we go. Thanks, Wallace. There we go, man. Yeah, I think that's why. I know there were some Steeler fans who were enjoying that. And hey, that's that's the rivalry. That's the banter there. I did have a question for you, though, Arthur mm-hmm. Rose. TJ Watt. Became the seventh Pittsburgh Steeler mm-hmm. in the decorated history of this organization to be named NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. You think you could name the other six? I know you know two of them for sure. Put it like this. Uh, Harrison, obviously it's what? Harrison, Palomalu, mm-hmm. Lambert, mm-hmm. Um, Blunt, mm-hmm. Green, mm-hmm. Ham, and... Nope. No, no, nope. not Ham. Uh, um, just Woodson. One, just and, one more, yeah. Uh, no, that, you got it. Yeah, That's listen. It. That's the guy. And then TJ mm-hmm. would be the seventh. Yeah. Yep. Because I, I, in my mind, I was thinking with Wilson, I was like, yo, he's not anymore. It was here Correct. before he had left. Yeah. TJ, Troy, Debo, Rod, Lambert, Mel Blunt, Mean Joe. Only one of those guys won it multiple times. Mm-hmm. You know who that was? If I remember correctly, it should be Mel. Mean Joe. Ah, Joe. Okay. Yep. How would you rank him then? Oh, you really gonna make me do this? Boy, I, you wanted to. I, I can sense Hold it. Hold on now. This is nah, the same uh-uh, after, after Ben retired. Yeah, uh-huh. No, we can't do this yeah. right now. Yeah, we can. Uh huh. How, how would you rank your defensive okay. player of the year award winners for Pittsburgh? Number one is Mean Joe Green. I mean, he is arguably the best defensive player in the history of the NFL. If our buddy Bob Labriola was sitting in here right now, he'd probably tell me to scratch the arguably. Mean Joe is, I think, at the top of the list. Mean Joe is unquestionably, if you're doing a Steelers Mount Rushmore, I don't care if it's just players. I don't care if it's players and coaches and owners. Mean Joe's on that thing. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one on the team that's won it twice, won it multiple times. Mean Joe, number one. Then after that, Arthur Motes gets it's very difficult. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, I was like, I, I hear this easy cop-out you got because he won it twice, and that was the that's reason why he was going to go with it. But, yeah. He's also got the coolest nickname of anybody with Mean mm-hmm. Joe. So, you know, four Super Bowl rings on his fingers. Yo, the coolest nickname? Mean Joe? Debo is a way harder nickname than Mean Joe personally. I don't know, man. What's mean your Joe, crazy? Mean Joe Green? Because Debo, Debo taps to the cultural as well, man. It's true. Like, 
Yeah. But we, it was derived from a bully in a movie, which you're right, it's cool because it taps into the culture. Yeah. But Mean Joe is and Mean Joe. It's one Joe. of the greatest movies of all time. Like, there's too. no other. Like, like, it's a, it's it's a, a classic, classic. It's a classic. D. Bo. Mean Joe won. You know that I'm obviously biased in this conversation. <laughs> so I might go Troy too. <laughs> it's probably Mel Blunt second. All right, because there's only one guy on this list that had rules changed. Because, well, I guess Mean Joe kind of did too. Two guys on this list that caused NFL rule changes. Feels like they got to be one and two. Give me Troy free. I was about to say, because I, I haven't heard. Lambert four. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, where, where, where are you putting Lambert in on his list? <laughs> See, and now I'm starting to think, because uh, I, uh, I saw Debo. When Rod won Defensive Player of the Year, I was like four years old. Uh-huh. And Debo was an absolute menace. But I also love Rod. And, you know, if I'm gonna, if we ever get back into our Rod Woodson versus Deion Sanders uh, civil war go, that broke out go. here on the show for a week. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a list? Or at least a like a top three. How about that? How about a top three? Mm. Top four? Mount Rushmore? Well, yeah, because I'm still I'm always stuck between me and Joe and Mel. Like I get the like the prestige and I do I feel think like those are the top two. Yeah, but I feel like it's always hard to not have Joe at the top solely because when you couple what he did with the comments from Mr. Rooney. Like that's the part where it's like well, if he says it, then how do you go against it? Even though for me personally, I'm like, bro, what Mel was doing, like, dude, that's crazy. Crazy. Cra- even with the rule changing to hear how he said, oh, when they changed the rule, it just pissed me off. Because now they're saying that I'm only good because of this. I'm trying to show you that I can be even more dominant without it. And he was. That's why I'm just like, man. So I was like. He was like, man, I'm he was one, such a unique yeah. player. Like, I'm... 1A, 1B type thing. Type situation. I would go Joe just because I feel like I'm obligated to do that. But mm-hmm. in my heart, I personally lean a little bit male over him. But then after that, at number three for me, man... Uh, man. I'll probably say Troy because he's more exciting. Like, the Debo plays are vicious and dope, but I think that Troy is just an overall better player. And he was such a unique... Yeah. Like, there's never been mm-hmm. a Troy Polamalu, really, whereas in the like, NFL. Such a unique player. Whereas, like, what Debo was doing was just insane. When you saw him going on that run that he went on, and you talk about big moments, highlight plays, mm-hmm. significant moments. Like he checks all those, all boxes, those boxes. But it's just like Troy does to a higher extent. Because Troy was doing that, but he... I mean, he, Troy just got moments. First ballot. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, it's, First it's, ballot. Yeah, what are we talking about here? Like, with Debo, we're like, hey, man, down the line, maybe you could grow into that, and who knows. But Troy, for a fact, was a, her, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, no discussion. Like, he's that yeah. type of talent. Yes. Productivity along with it. Debo, he had the productivity, but the talent wasn't always, I. it wasn't just popping off the screen right. like that. And it wasn't as, the, he didn't have the same longevity Correct. As, as Troy did Absolutely. Either. Yeah. I tell you what, man, we are spoiled. Eight times a Pittsburgh Steeler has won Defensive Player of the Year. Seven different guys have done it. Where does TJ rank on it, though? Of your seven. Well, you ready for this? I think he's got to be. I think he's got to be seven out of seven right now because he's the only one on that list without a Super Bowl ring. Now, Rod didn't win it here in Pittsburgh. All the other guys did, but Rod got a ring. I got one. Yeah, you got. We got one. Let's not talk. About he <sighs> is that fair? And TJ, listen. He could he could still have four five six more he got yeah. he could win this award again next year and then I'll maybe I'll be saying that he's, mo- that he's moving up the list and we'll talk again so he'll be mandatory second then if he had two there right 
I mean, just based off. We'd have to do one uh, A, one B, yeah, one C. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but TJ's not even thirty years old yet. Give exactly, him, like he's still time. got time. Let's man. give let's give him time. Uh, before we go to break, Arthur, let's a couple more minutes here. Um, the other uh, NFL honors awards that were given out last night. Uh, no surprise here. Your rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Even though I was, I thought they were going to try the Mac Jones thing. Oh, I would have. I would have too, but I thought they were going to try. This was in it. L.A., right? Or was it yeah, in Las it Vegas? Was in, it was in L.A. It was in L.A. It was in L.A. I would have driven to L.A. and get yeah, arrested I, if they would have given it to Mac Jones. I definitely thought that they were going to try to pull some nonsense because no, I'm like, y'all better stop this. Like, I don't want to hear it. You could argue Jamar Chase for Offensive Player of the Year. I would agree as let well. Let alone rookie. Offensive Player of the Year went to Cooper Cup. He's deserving The biggest well surprise too. was the Comeback Player of the Year to me. You, you Joe Burrow? Over Dak Prescott. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That'd have been like them giving it to somebody over Alex Smith. Well, a lot of people wanted that to happen, but you couldn't. Benjamin Roethlisberger. Yeah, I mean, people were hollering about it, but Benjamin, it's like you can't do that. Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? That's a, that's a good point. Because you're comparing an ACL versus remember, a this is supposed to be a fracture. regular season award. Yeah. So as easy as it is to what Burrow's done over the last three, four weeks has been right. incredible, but this is also a regular season award. Mike Vrabel, coach of the year. I, I like I, that. I mean, for him to do, he did without Derrick Henry, and they still got the one seed. They got, I was literally yeah. just going to say they got the one seed in the AFC like without, without and, Derrick and Henry it wasn't for most like, of the year. And it wasn't like a Derrick missed one or two games. No, like, no, most that, of the year, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I get I, if you know what I didn't even. That's funny. I, I didn't even really think about that comeback player of, of the year thing. But. Yeah, that's what I thought of, man. Because. I mean, I'm seeing Dak sit front row. I'm like, okay, yeah, Dak definitely winning this because he had the the. I mean, you know how it is the quarterback you're playing in Dallas. Mm-hmm. The con like, even though AC like both injuries were significant. And that was the thing I wanted people to understand. Both were going to be grueling recoveries. Both are going to be surgical. But one thing is an ACL. Think of it kind of like a concussion. You can't look and physically see gory. Dax, you could Whereas see. Whereas you gory. could see oh. his leg, and they didn't even want to show the replay after that. Correct. And then when you couple that with, you know, the family stuff that was going on where he loses his brother, mm. that it, it just felt like all the momentum was on that. Whereas it's like, man, Burrow come back from ACL is still significant. I mean, we, we use that excuse for Devin Bush. We use that excuse for Zach Banner. But it's like, no, ACLs are not easy to return from. They've become more common practice. But Adrian, they're P- still, Adrian Peterson right. ruined it for everybody. But they're still not an easy <laughs> thing to return from. So no. that's why for me, man, I was like, I'm glad that they still respected that part for Joe because I did think that Joe had the better regular season. Joe, man, Joe balled out this year. He did. Postseason made him to a star, but regular season he was balling out. So it was definitely good to see him get that. I'm with you, though. Hashtag justice for Dak. Snub. Uh, MVP, <laughs> MVP Aaron Rodgers. Were you surprised with the voting for that? No. You didn't think it would be closer? No. I there's a real I think this happened to to Kobe at times cuz mm-hmm. he only won one. I think this ha- has happened to Crosby at times. He's he only won two MVPs mm-hmm. when he should have a couple more. I think LeBron the, LeBron I think the perception sometimes when your team is that great around you, mm-hmm. voters go I mean, yeah, we all know Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, we all know Tom Brady would have been a deserving MVP this year. But look at the team around him. And I think they do that a lot of times when you start winning so many championships. Like I said, it it happened to all those guys that we just mentioned. It happens in every sport. Yeah, he's great, but it's MVP, not most out. If it was most outstanding player, and you know, then I think it's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. 
Now, it's not like Aaron Rodgers, you know, is playing with himself in 10 pieces of wood out there Correct. on offense for Green Bay. I mean, he's got some studs too. But I think people just looked at that Bucks team. They were the Super Bowl champions. They came into this year with an absolutely loaded roster. And I know they had some <laughs> they had some on the field shenanigans. They had some guys get injured. <laughs> that 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 roster wasn't as is, you know, bulletproof as it looked to start the year. But again, these voters do the human element thing yeah. too. This in the in the same way, Motsi, that I said that there were a few voters who just they were going to vote for Aaron Donald no matter what. I think there were probably a few voters who weren't going to vote for Tom Brady no matter what because they just say, look at the team around him. He's got three superstar receivers and he's got a great offensive line and he got you know. That's the why huge. I wasn't that's yeah. why I wasn't surprised by that. No, fair enough. That makes sense. Like I said, he would have been a deserving winner, but I just I also was a little upset that uh, Cooper Cup didn't get more consideration as well. Hmm. Very yeah. in, in the same vein of how Parsons, like I didn't expect Parsons to win Defensive Player of the Year, but it was cool to see him get some votes. I would have liked to just seen Cooper get a little bit more than just one vote. It makes me feel like the one voter was probably from L.A., you know, and, and that's the <laughs> or, part. Uh, or Eastern Illinois, yeah, right, I'm like, wherever man, he went to college. I'm like, what Cooper Cup did this season, dude, that was special. That, that mm-hmm. like, the great, All the great receivers we've seen, they didn't have seasons like that, man. The Triple Crown, like, dude, yeah. nice. That does not happen very Come often. Come on, man. Like, that that's one of those ones I would have liked to have seen him just get a little bit more consideration. It's a quarterback but award. It's, it, and, and it's unfortunate that that's what it's become, but that's why I don't really care about it like that. Because it's like, you're not the like other players that are very much deserving of these type of awards, but you're going to tell me that Aaron Rodgers' season was as dominant or to that same level that Cooper's was? To me, I thought Cooper was, like, filthy at times this season, man. <laughs> He was unplayable at times. Yeah, seriously, man. But we know quarterbacks are quarterbacks. So Prom Kings, it that's Arthur Motes' favorite position. Mm-hmm. That's why I like to hit him so much. <laughs> he is Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You want to get involved, you know where to get at us. We'll take all your tweets. We'll take your thoughts on TJ and, and any of the other awards if you want to share them. Uh, we will also obviously want your Super Bowl thoughts and predictions as well. That's what we're going to do. little remix today. You know, Normally, second segment is when we have our guests, but Brian Backo He's actually uh, on a Zoom call with T.J. Watt, reigning Defensive Player of the Year, newly crowned DPOY. So Mr. Backo will join us post-conversation with T.J., and he'll have all the good details for us at 1 o'clock. When we come back here, Motsi and I will do a little big game banter. Uh Uh-oh. We're going to talk about the big game. But as your radio voice, it kills me every time. (laughs) Previews, predictions, would you rather... Big game banter on the other side. That's where we'll jump into, and then we'll close this out with Brian Backo and your reaction. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.